Hi, my name is Naya. It is November 19th, 2021. And today we listen to Still Over It by Summer Walker. I wanna start with your mama, she should've whooped your ass. It has officially been two weeks since Summer Walker dropped her Still Over It album. And this episode is going to be an album review. I love Summer Walker and I loved, loved, loved the Over It album. I think it's an album with no skips. I really, truly enjoyed that album. So prior to Still Over It coming out, I had really high hopes for the album. And in my opinion, she did not disappoint. For this episode, I'm going to go through each individual song And I'm going to talk about the perceived strengths, the perceived weaknesses. Is it my favorite song? What was my first reaction upon hearing it? I'm just going to give you guys any and everything. First song on the album, we have Bitter with a narration by Cardi B. I really truly like this song. I think it's a good way to open the album because to me, the album is like a timeline of her relationship. And this is the perfect way to start the timeline. I think that it shows us exactly where she was in her relationship because at the beginning she thought that everybody all his baby moms was just bitter and they was just you know wanting him and she thought that the girls that he was cheating on her with was just groupies and was just throwing themselves at him and she thought maybe they didn't even really fuck like maybe they just lying so I think it's the great opener because it's the showing us the beginning of the timeline and it's showing us you know how she was feeling in that moment And then with the narration by Cardi B, hint to the fact that, okay, wait a minute, you know, maybe he wasn't everything that I thought he was. And she did exactly what Cardi B told her and put that into her music and made a bag from it. Plus, I just like the song. I think this part right here is what made me love the song. Wondering if you even know this bitch for real. Learning that you screw this bitch for real. Baby on a groovy shit for real. I can say I've been cheated on one time and I really felt what she said when she said, did you screw this bitch for real? Because it do be having you question like, you telling me one thing, but she telling me another like, what's what's really the truth? Like, what's adding up? So I don't know, something about that. Like, you could just tell she put her raw emotion and she really meant that when she said it. Like, she was really questioning, did you screw this bitch? So that, I don't know, that was just my favorite part of the song. And I just thought it was cute. And I thought it was a good addition to the song. The next song on the album is X for a Reason with JT from the City Girls. Now, I will say I kind of had the same opinion as everybody else when the song first came out as a single that I wasn't really feeling it. I was just like, mm, JT's part didn't really match the song. And the song just wasn't all that great to me when I first heard it. But then when I listened to it on the album, it gave me old 2000s vibe. Like it seemed like it was an old Sierra type of vibe. Um, Promise Ring, that type. If y'all know that song, then it reminds me of that song. So listening to it in that context... I don't think it's a bad song. I just don't think that it belonged on this album. I don't really think that it gave anything to this album. It was more of a poppy song, 
but I don't think that this album was a pop album. So I don't think that it fit the vibe of this album, but I don't think that it's a bad song necessarily. I know that I said that I don't think JT's verse gave anything to the song or the album, but I actually really, really loved her verse. And I think this right here is my favorite part of the song. You the type I slap out slap And you out. mad cause a bitch got a bag in my back out Keep playing, I'ma snap out Call his motherfucking phone up again, I'ma black out The next song is No Love featuring SZA And if you listened to the last episode of my podcast You know that I love, love, love SZA And I love pretty much every song that she features on This song is no exception I don't think it was a bad song at all all I want to do as well is fuck, get drunk, and make love. So I completely understand where she's coming from. I mean, when she said, so good you touch it with the light She was talking about me, obviously. It's like, no, but seriously, I really liked the song. I thought their voices blended well. This is just one of those good vibes in my playlist type of songs. I enjoyed it. The next song on the album is Throw It Away. And to me, this is one of those songs that like will go under the radar. I probably won't listen to it all the time. If it comes on, I'm not going to skip it and be like, oh my God, I don't like this song. But I probably wouldn't search for it and pick it out and play it all the time. But it was a good song. I think for the message she was trying to give out and for the idea that she had for this album... Throw It Away is probably one of the most crucial songs to that because it shows her going from, oh, everybody's just bitter and they hating on a relationship to now she in her head questioning like, how did you make me fall in love with you and want to have a baby with you? And now you just acting like it meant nothing. And now she's seeing what everybody was talking about. I mean, even the very beginning of this song... just shows that she was like, wait a minute, like, you don't see how I feel. I think this song is definitely crucial in showing how he made her feel, and she does a good job of showing that. The next song on the album is Reciprocate, and I really like this song. I love when Summer talks her shit, and I love when she basically tells people like, I'm that bitch and you're going to treat me accordingly and I don't know why you ever thought you could play with me. And when she says, It ain't even worth a splitting, but if you knew what I was hitting on, you never would have came at me like that. Never would have tried to play me like that. I think that's so telling of the way that London tried to treat her and I think this is her way of saying um you thought but this ain't that and if you really knew me and if you really knew my body you would know that you ain't even finna do all that the next song is you don't know me and the placement of reciprocate and you don't know me is honestly creative genius on summer's part but it's actually really sad she goes from saying like how could you even try to play me like that, like, boy, that's not what we finna do, to basically being like, you don't even know me 
on like a emotional relationship type of level and you're not taking the time out to see me, you're not taking the time out to make this work, you're not listening to the things that I'm trying to tell you that are going to make this relationship better and our communication is just trash, it's not there and at this point I don't even want to do the relationship. And so it's really sad because you see how he's putting her through like trials and tribulations and just all of this. And she's sitting here trying to communicate it out and trying to talk and trying to work it out. And you can see in her music or hear in her music her slowly giving up on the relationship and slowly coming to terms with the fact that he's one, not who she thought he was. And two, he's not even putting the effort to try to be who she thought he was. You can hear in some of the parts where she's still trying to make excuses for him. She says, Don't get me wrong, I know it's a lot. Long flights, long nights, fast cars, it never stops. But you could take a minute, just to pay attention to me. She's making the excuse like, yeah, I know it's a lot and I know we be traveling and I know like, you know, this can be a bit much and we don't have a lot of time, but you could take a couple seconds for me, right? Like you can take some time for me, even while she's making excuses for him, she's coming to the realization that like, listen, I'm busy just as much as you're busy and I know you, but you don't know me. So somebody's making an effort and it's not you. The next song is Circus, and I think this is where we see her be like, I want to leave, but I can't. It's just I'm drawn to you, and I want you, and you want me, and we're, we have this. She called it exactly what it was, and I think that's why I like this song, because she didn't hold no punches. She said, listen, this is a fatal attraction but I'm still here and like I'm attracted to the sex and I'm attracted to so many different things that's keeping me in this relationship, but I know that maybe it's not the best situation for me. The next song is Insane. And honestly, I love this song because I am, I wouldn't say I'm crazy, but like she said, I think I'm insane. I don't even think I need to say anything else about this song. If you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. If you liked it, you liked it. If you didn't, you didn't. But personally, I actually liked it. The next song is Constant Bullshit. And it really is just the turning point for her relationship. You can see and hear her just being like, maybe I was a problem. Like, maybe I shouldn't have brought up the stuff that I caught. And maybe I shouldn't have confronted you about them girls. And maybe I shouldn't have, like, she's blaming herself for, you know, doing what any person would do when they feel like they're not getting what they signed up for in a relationship, talking to their partner about it. And she's like, maybe if I had just not said anything, we would still be together. But here it is again, constant bullshit, constant stuff in my face that I just can't overlook. So she did a really good job of showcasing that. But it sucks that she had to go through that. And you can just see that this is a turning point for her. And she's like, if you have to question if you can even talk to your partner about stuff, you shouldn't be in that relationship. It is a little ironic to me, though, that she blamed the fame and fortune as ruining the relationship. Because I thought it was more of like him just not being a consistent partner. 
But at the end of the song, the last thing that she says is, That was interesting to me, but I mean, I guess that's how she saw it. The next song is Switch a Nigga Out. And before we get to that, I do want to say that this is going to be a two-part episode only because the album is 20 songs long, about an hour and four minute listen. And this episode is probably going to be about 15 minutes with me just doing the first 10 songs. And I really don't like my episodes to be too long. So I'm going to just split it up. Now let's get to Switch a Nigga Out. I love this song and I think I personally relate because I'm the type of person who, if you're not getting right, you're getting left. And I don't feel bad because you had your chance. But I make exceptions and I'm sure every girl who is like this has made exceptions for a guy who they thought they could be with and who they really saw the future in and they saw potential in. And then it got to a point where they were like, they're messing with a dude and they know that he's doing stuff that they would cut other guys off for. But something about this one guy, you just can't, you see potential in him, you want to be with him. But in the back of your mind, you're like, I'm Mrs. Switch a nigga out. Like I can usually cut you off, be on to the next because you're not doing what you need to do. But it just ain't like that. And that concludes episode one part one my name is naya it is november 19th 2021 and today we listen to still over it by summer walker put that shit in your music and make money off it in your music fuck these hoes <laughs>